Welcome to Your IT Coach, coming to you from the Buffalo Public Schools Instructional Technology Department, a podcast channel dedicated to the art of teaching through the lens of experienced instructional technology coaches. Welcome to Your IT Coach, where it's not just about the technology, it's all about the learning. Welcome to Your IT Coach. Today, I am bringing to you fantastic art teacher, Aaron Kaminsky, and I wanted to talk about architecture and technology. So, Aaron, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? What do you teach, where you teach, and a little bit about the program that you work in? So, I am tasked with teaching the architecture and design program at International Prep. It is a program that was started many years ago with a joint effort between Dr. Williams and UB with the aim of recruiting students to their program who had an aesthetic appreciation for architecture and an aesthetic understanding of architecture, knowing that they could teach students the engineering portion, but they want to students to come in with more of an art knowledge for their architecture program. So the program has evolved several times over the span of years, but now it is a program that high school students can apply to, but it's not like a criteria-based program. And it starts off with studio and art as freshmen, so they get the basics, and then they take architecture classes and sculpture as sophomores drawing and painting as juniors, and computer art, and now they can also take AP 2D design as seniors. Awesome. So this qualifies as like a magnet program for the Buffalo Public Schools, right? Yes. It is one of the ones on the middle school application when they apply to high school. You don't have to take a test like City Honors, but it is one of the programs that you can apply to from middle school. Or you can join it at any point in time in your high school career. We accept any kid that's interested, for the most part, at any point in high school. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, for a lot of magnet programs, it's not necessarily the criteria to get in. At least students having the interest in the program, I think, is really important to to, um, foster interest in school and future career outcomes. So I think you touched on this already a little bit before. How does this architecture and design program really benefit kids? Maybe whether or not they want to go in the architecture program, but how do you see it benefiting students? So the majority of my students are not necessarily in it that they're going to become an architect or an interior designer, but they're in it because they have an appreciation for art and they like to hone their skills. It teaches them general art skills, and but then it also goes into computer rendering and analyzing spaces and design and really just giving them an appreciation of the city they live in too. We spend a lot of time talking about Buffalo artists and Buffalo architecture and like Buffalo in its heyday and what makes the city so special. Trust me, I'm, I, I am an armchair architect lover. <laughs> Uh, And I think it is fantastic that you are able to bring in local architecture, the local significance in Buffalo and in Western New York and bring that into the classroom. I think that's always fantastic. And to share that with students, many of whom this is not where they were born. This they came to this place. So it's it's Mm -hmm. teaching that appreciation is really fantastic. But that helps them, too, with the program, because they're able to talk about architecture that some of us have never experienced. They have firsthand knowledge of architecture in Asia or Africa and the different kinds of building styles and how building styles are directly reflective of the environment or the country that they're built in or the religion that they're from. It I, creates more of a 
melting pot, so to speak, of experiences in the classroom. And it's a very, makes for a very interesting course, but also yeah, the program helps to expose kids to just like what's after high school. We take trips to ECC to see their architecture labs and see what a college is like, and they get to meet with the admissions people. And we have representatives from art schools sometimes come in and talk about those kind of programs, and they just get to tour different places. Even during the pandemic, we were able to take a tour virtually of the Martin House, but normally we go there in person. And it just helps to expose kids to what we have available in the city and what they can move on to after they leave us. Yeah, to to backtrack, I think it's when you think about, for the most part in the United States, we're talking about architecture at Buffalo area. A lot of it came after the 1840s or so, or construction after the War of 1812. It started to pick up again. A lot of our building structure tends to be from the late 1800s to today. And so to have those experiences of seeing buildings that are hundreds of years old, thousands of years old, is really significant. And bringing those experiences in, I think, is, is just a unique situation for your program to have students with those experiences. And also, I think you providing those opportunities to show them those future outcomes, whether you want to go to college and take this program further or meet with professionals in that area. I think those are all really fantastic opportunities for students to engage with the content even further. It is. And we're actually trying to partner with Dennis Maynard. He runs, it's called Assembly House 150. It's over on Elmwood and Edward. And it's a program called SACRA. And it is designed to teach the construction end of architecture and those kinds of skills. And right now it's an adult continuing ed kind of program, but he wants to bring it down to the high school level starting this summer to expose kids to those engineering and building principles and architecture skills, even if they're not necessarily going to go on to be architects, but they may be interested in a trade program or just wanting to be handy in their own life, in their own houses. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you definitely, you might take a staircase. An ADA student might take a staircase railing differently than someone who's not in the program. It's like the little things that they see daily, they might have more appreciation for, might see different ways of looking at historic pieces of um, architecture in their own homes even. But to transition a little bit, a lot of your program too uses technology in different ways. And I'm just curious, how does the technology influence the ADA program? What do you think of the importance of technology? I think as we move forward, the importance is like trying to find a balance, like the hardcore drawing skills, they're never going to go away. If you meet with a client, you have to be able to kind of sketch on a napkin. Oh, this is what I'm thinking. But the way the world is, the majority of the world is very technology based. So in the program, we try to expose kids not only to normal like pen and paper drawing skills, but being able to render on a computer or being able to create a 3D model using Google SketchUp, even just communicating their ideas through presentations or digital portfolios, because that's the world they're growing up in. They have to be well-versed in how to communicate using technology. We learn Photoshop and a little bit of Illustrator and vector drawings and how to render three-dimensionally how to present those ideas in a digital format or on the web kind of format and how that's different than if you're talking to somebody in person or creating a drawing on a piece of paper. Yeah, you know, I think also it's really important when students have great ideas for things, it's not just about the idea, but how that idea is presented too, that I think means so much of a difference. And that really correlates to so many other things they have to do in other courses, like being able to persuade or 
being able to adjust ideas and evidence based on audience is just something that happens in many different content areas, happens in life, happens in careers. A lot of my work, I have to care about my audience being teachers for the most part. And they have to learn how to be a good digital consumer, like how to understand that what they're seeing is manipulative in some sort, like some whoever created it had an agenda and what was the purpose behind what they created and how are they getting you to buy into what they're showing you, be it by the font choice or the colors or the logos and those kinds of things too. Being like tech savvy in that sense of the word. So true. Yeah, I completely agree. And uh, hopefully through your program, we see even better presentations in other classes outside of that. Because <laughs> I know I can get really bored by like a real boring presentation when Times New Roman. I think we can get some kids beyond that now. <laughs> um, <laughs> or at least recognize. And Comic Sans also isn't acceptable. What are those skills or knowledge transfers do you think you help build that influence maybe other content areas? Well, I think there's definitely the skill of communication, being able to explain what they're thinking, both visually and in writing or talking about it. Like, it's not enough to just be able to create a beautiful drawing, but you have to be able to tell somebody, this is what I was thinking when I created it, and this is the meaning behind it, and this is what I hope to come from it. When they create their architectural models, even if they create a virtual tour of it, you have to have that audio input into it where you're telling somebody this is why I decided to redesign the grain silo this way I hope that somebody will use it in this manner I put these materials in it because of the sound dampening effects of it or because of this material invites this kind of client into it they have to be very good at communicating and I think they find in our courses that there's a lot more of that what they would have thought of as ELA reasoning skills and writing skills or analytical skills that they would use in their math classes. I think they find they're like, miss, this is an art class. Now I'm using this. I'm like, yeah, everything is intertwined. Like in life, once you leave school, it's not compartmentalized. Everything intersects. And I think they start to see how those skills that they're learning throughout the building kind of join together in different career fields. I think it's really clear that you are having positive influence on students and the community, and you're really teaching them to be great communicators. How can people reach out to you if they want to talk architecture, talk art, talk magnet programs? Anybody that's interested in the program can always email me. My email is ekaminski at buffaloschools.org. There is information about the program also on my teacher page and we always have tours of the school and the program during high school open house. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, if you need to reach me, I'm at Greg's a teacher on Twitter and uh, I do this podcast occasionally. But thank you very much, Aaron, for joining us today. I really am always excited to talk to you about architecture. I think you're doing a really fantastic thing in the Buffalo Public Schools. So I thank you for that. And for everyone else, we'll see you in another episode or reach out to us. We're happy to chat about just about anything. So thank you for listening to your IT coach. Thank you for joining us for another episode of your IT coach. Have ideas for a future episode or want to share feedback or your own teacher tips? Leave us a voice message on our Anchor homepage at anchor.fm forward slash hip dash hues. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at youritcoach1. And always remember, it's not just about the technology. It's all about the learning.